0: To for the love of God podcast. For the love of God Podcast. Welcome to For the Love of God Podcast, a show for Christians that keep it real. Whether you're new to Christianity, a seasoned Christian, or dipping your toes in the baptismal water, this show is for you. Join us and strengthen your Christian walk. Play games and discover new music. This ain't your mama's Christian Podcast. It's not your Mama's Christian Podcast.
1: I, I don't think I caught the name of that podcast. I, what was it
0: again? It's For the Love of God.
1: Ah, For the Love of God. Pod, for the Love of God Podcast. For, for the, the love, love of God, God Podcast. Folks, awesome, thank, thank you
0: so much for joining us here. Another episode of For the Love of God. This is episode number 21. On this episode, we're going to be talking, uh, well, we've got the Wheel of Games coming back. We've got news with Nate. Our topic today is monetizing Jesus. And Songs of the Week and Pastor's Closing Thoughts. Looking forward to that. And of course, we are in the studio with yours truly, Pastor Rick Rieger. Of your favorite nerd, Nathan Jewell?
1: Justin,
0: I, just <laughs> just I don't know, Nathan. Oh, yes. We got to get
1: ourselves some buttons. That's yeah, all that, I would. I would argue for that. That's I all I have to say that. about that. Yes, we need, need our own your, buttons. There would be some, your own buttons.
2: some dirty payback. I will throw that out. If
1: there. you guys, uh, anybody out there knows of some cheap buttons, let us know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can say some of my buttons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, because they probably just have more of that music on. I oh. want some new buttons.
0: Well, we'll see. Um,
1: how, how are you guys doing? Do you have a good week? Man, it has been a rocking week so far. Although I will tell you, I've done so many things between say Saturday and today that it really feels like Friday or Saturday already. It's crazy. I feel like I've lived a week or two all in the last few days.
0: Amazing. I've had two days off and absolutely done nothing. Oh, but, wow. So, well, I've worked. I think I, mean, I did all your stuff. I worked on podcast stuff and okay. um, prayed.
2: <laughs> Nathan? So for me, I'm actually in that, uh, that week before going on vacation mode and where everything is like five times more productive than you normally are because you're just trying to get everything caught up. And uh, last two days have been great. So
0: lots and lots, lots of work, but I'm getting caught up fantastic getting caught up is it's an amazing feeling when you start checking stuff off the list
2: it is yeah. and it's very
0: satisfying for sure um, you know enough chit chat it's uh, it's time to play a game let's roll the wheel All right, let's spin this sucker. What? Well, You've been
2: working on something new.
1: I'm certainly glad we have that music now. <laughs> <or> that intro. <laughs> big money, big money. And
0: we oh, it just doesn't want to stop. Have multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, calm down. Okay, so multiple choice it is. Okay, fellas, 10 questions. Best of luck. Okay, number one. Oh, uh, we got to figure out who goes first. Pick a number between one and 10. Seven. Three. Oh, I didn't pick one. (laughs) Okay. Wow, you're no good at this at all. (laughs) Try it again. Four. Six. Oh, it was five. So without going over, right? So you win. Okay, Rick, Esther reversed. Haman's plot to destroy the Jews through a what? A breakfast, a banquet, a contest, or a ball? I think banquet. B. Wrong. Oh, good.
1: Breakfast. I was hoping to start that out.
0: Esther reversed Haman's plot to destroy the Jews through a banquet. Esther, 7136. Seven,
2: What's the difference between what? a ball and a banquet? Didn't I just say banquet? I thought you said ball. No, I
1: said banquet. Maybe you did. And then he said banquet is the answer. Okay, so I'm confused. Yeah, I am too. What? <laughs> I said banquet. You did? Yeah, he said breakfast. I said banquet. <laughs> ball, that, was just I, guess. that wasn't even an option in my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did I say
1: he said ball? I don't, I don't know. No, He thought yeah, maybe he, I said I, ball. I but
2: chose something else
0: because maybe the answer was wrong. Maybe. I'm confused. Yeah, we're going to start over. We're going <laughs> to... But darn it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Here we go, Rick. Question number one. Question number one. The one who climbed a tree was Judas, Levi, Matthew, or Zacchaeus? That'd be D. Well, oh, kinda of Judah climbed the tree too, but <laughs> <laughs> he
1: didn't climb the tree, ah, he fell out. out
2: of it. Yeah. You are
0: correct. Zacchaeus was the tax collector who climbed a tree because he was too short to see Jesus in the crowd.
2: All right, so how many of these questions we're we doing?
0: Ten. So it's one zero. All right. Nathan, how often a day did Daniel pray? One, two, three, or four? Three. Correct. He kneeled on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did before. Daniel six ten. Interesting, Good Interesting
2: story. They actually used that against him
0: to. Oh. Uh, yes, they did to get him thrown into the uh, lion's den, I believe. Ah, and that didn't work either. Rick, who was David's best friend? Jonathan, Solomon, Samuel, or Job? A. Jonathan. Correct. Yay. 2-1. I
2: always thought it was interesting that his best friend was Jonathan, but the man who accused him was Nathan.
0: Ah. So, mm. uh, uh-huh. Nathan, how many times did Jacob's son go to Egypt to buy grain? One time, two times, three times, or never? Three. Cor- incorrect. They went to buy grain twice. On their third journey, Jacob's oh, whole household dirty. went to live that's in Egypt. You know, I would have probably said three, two, uh,
1: in all honesty. So, because I knew dirty. he made three trips, but. Well,
0: two, one, still. <laughs> Rick, out of God's people, who was the longest reigning king? Ahab, Azaria, Uzziah, or Manasseh? You're, you're thinking of Manasseh. Manasseh. How do you know how to pronounce these things? <laughs> how do you know he does? See, all you have to yeah, do is- Yeah, I could be right and he's wrong. You See, just trick, say it confidently. So my, sounds-
2: trick, my trick is this. You simply speak with absolute confidence.
0: That's right. Uh, and then you correct me.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, which I'm is sorry. it? I'm sorry. I, I totally have lost Ahab,
0: Azariah, Uzziah, or Manasseh. <laughs>
1: Azariah. I'm going <laughs> to guess and say... I
0: forget what he even
1: said. Uzahaye. I'm, I'm going to say... That was, wasn't confident enough, wasn't it? So it's, that's
0: wrong. <laughs> Uzziah, <Uzzahaye? laughs> Uzziah. I'm guessing, yeah. In, incorrect. I assume so. Manasseh was 12 years old when he began to reign, and oh, he yeah, reigned he 55 Manasseh. years in Jerusalem. Yeah. Second Kings to 21, 1 and 2... Sec, oh, well, Second Kings 21 one and second Chronicles 33 one.
2: I would not not have guessed that. Uh, I would have uh, excluded Ahab because I know he was an evil one. Yeah. The evil king. The other ones.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, so a 33%. Right.
1: (laughs) 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 I almost went with. You know what? What do we call him? Maniacal? What? 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 manaze Manase? I almost went with it. It was just a guess, though. So, and then I decided to Manase. Mainly because I wanted to say Uzziah. <laughs> gotcha.
0: <laughs> so two one still Nathan. What? What? You just missed that one. So it's. I know he still has two. Okay. He didn't go to three. Oh, okay, I see your point. All right, go ahead. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't you don't lose for missing, you just don't get. There. All right, that's I'm in so, jeopardy
2: a little bit right now. Right.
0: So that's question that's five questions, five more. When the Lord asked Jonah to preach, what was his immediate response? Hide, flee, cry or shiver? Flee. Correct. All tied up. Correct. It's actually a story about racism if you read it deep enough. Is it? Rick, you can finish the Bible in under a year if you read about how many chapters a day? Oh. Two, four, eight, or 11? I would say f- I would say four. You're going to say four? I'm going to say four. I'm going to guess eight, but we'll go see what four says.
1: You're correct. Uh, well, I've, I've done it a few times, but I always do it. I always read the New Testament twice and the Old Testament once. Which means you got a little extra, so I backed off, and that's why I came to four. So, uh, it was an educated
0: guess. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Three, two. Nathan. I can do all things through Christ who blank me. Strengthens. Strengthens. Well, for the, for the audience, the choices are for gifts, comforts, knows, and strengthens. And you're correct. How oh, did you get it? <laughs> Without hearing those. Three, three. All tied up. Woohoo! We have three questions left. Three to go. I mean, there's no ties. Okay. Unless you're both wrong. Okay. Out of, Rick, out of the 10 plagues of Egypt, how many were creatures? Three, four, five, or six? Creatures. We had frogs. We had
1: locusts. We had frogs and locusts. And, oh, goodness, my mind is melting right now. I, I trying can think, to think, of think of two more. more. I can think of one there's more. Livestock-related. I, I, well, would that count, though? Pestilence and animals. Would that Count as an animal? I don't know. I, don't I would know. doubt it. We'll, okay, so we'll say not. It gets us to five. F- what were the other two? What were the What were the answers? Oh, I'm sorry. What are the possibilities? Three, four, five, six. I'm gonna go with. Oh, now I gotta know them all in my head. Speak it out loud. I'm missing one. I'm gonna say three. You're probably
0: wrong. Incorrect. Four. Frogs, lice, lice, flies, and locusts.
1: Lice. That I was the one I couldn't that. think of. I would
0: have missed that one too. Oh, I was wrong. I, I was throwing pigs in there. No, I, oh, no, that's no a different, different story yeah
1: i went through them all in my head but i'm like okay i'm one short i'm like what are the odds that that'll be a an animal and then i we decided to rule or i decided to rule out the livestock pestilence as an animal thing but okay yeah mm-hmm. all right See, so and i guess that takes you back to school they say always go with your gut and my mm-hmm. original guess was going to be four without even thinking it through yeah. And I talked myself into three.
2: I've done ah, the same that's thing. Hilarious. Overthinking it. Yeah. That'll get you every time.
0: Yeah. Two questions left. Nathan. It's tied three, three. The Bible describes one of Paul's shipwrecked experiences in astounding detail. At which Island did they run aground? Patmos, Cyprus, Crete, or Malta?
2: Why does this keep coming up?
0: For you too. It's always me. You, you yeah. got it. You know it now, right? <laughs> What are the you're, choices again? You're all <laughs> over this. Patmos, Cyprus, Crete, and Malta. Crete? Crete. 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 Uh, yeah, Crete. Now I'm second it a Crete. guessing
2: myself. My, my original answer was Crete, and I Join the club. wrong. So now it's either Patmos or Malta, and I can't remember off the top of my head which it is. So what was the other choice? Cyprus. That's not that one. Crete. All right, not that one. Right. Patmos or Malta? Patmos or Malta. Uh, let's say Patmos. I don't think you're right. <laughs> I don't think so either.
0: <laughs> uh, Malta. I, oh, no. I, I the shipwreck head. Paul brought the shipwreck brought Paul and the others 275 souls on the ship safely to the Greek island of Malta. Yeah, what's funny is the
1: reason X-21. that I know that
0: is because you missed it. I know. It's, and it stuck it's stuck in my mind. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> okay, Rick, for the win. Oh, a lot of pressure. Or there's a bonus question. Or the bonus question. <laughs> Which Old Testament messianic prophecy is the most detailed? Zechariah 11, John 20, Psalms 55, or Isaiah 53? What What is the question? Which is more? Which Old Testament prophecy, prophecy is more? Is most detailed?
2: Messianic,
0: is detailed, messianic prophecy. Okay. So, what are our options again? One more time: Zechariah 11, John 20, Psalm 55, Isaiah 53. I never really thought about this, so I guess a
1: guess would be Isaiah.
0: You're right. You're right. And you are the winner. We're the guess. Wait a second. He got the
2: the first question and the last question. Don't I get one more chance to tie it up?
0: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, okay. (laughs) I guess you do. I was wrong. No way! I should use a piece of paper instead of my <laughs> fingers that I keep changing. That does make
1: sense.
0: <laughs> okay, Nathan. What kind of clothing do false prophets wear? Camel, wolf, sheep, or lion? Oh, what kind of that's clothing a tricky one.
2: Do false prophets wear?
0: Yeah. All right, give it to me again. One of the four answers: camel, wolf, sheep, or lion. Think it's oh. right there, baby. uh Oh, you sure? Yeah,
2: a, I'm not sure you're second, supposed to be second, coaching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, lying it is. Wrong. <laughs> I
2: said wolf. Or wolf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's wrong. Sheep. It's a wolf. Beware in of false clothes. prophets who come into in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravening Atlas. wolves. Wolf. So they are a wolf wolves in sheep's, sheep's clothing. clothing. What, so kind, what of clothes kind of clothes do they I wear? I said wolf. What kind of clothes do they wear? Sheep. Uh, sheep. Uh, They're wolves. They question. wear sheep clothes. True. I told you, be careful. Rickwins. Uh, <laughs> Alright, I'll take my uh, <laughs> And Nathan loses. Yeah. Oh, I'm out of control. I'm I out of control. Out now. It's too, it's
1: the combination of caffeine and buttons that does it.
0: It's time for news with Nate.
2: Good afternoon, everybody. So this week's news with Nate is a little bit different. So I'm one of those weird, you know, the, the white and nerdy guy. I like to read economics books for fun. No so, way. Oh yeah, it's uh, definitely very nerdy. I get it. So I want to kind of tap into that a little bit. We're going to talk about economics, specifically jobs and job losses. Amazingly, um, unemployment benefits are up 51,000 for this week to a total of 419,000. That is near the rate registered early at the beginning of the uh, the pandemic or the d- uh, pandemic. Sorry, I <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, love it.
2: Economists say the increase is likely due to a struggling auto industry. So, Michigan listed the majority of claims following General Motors' decision to stop large truck production amid a computer chip shortage. As the economy recovers from the pandemic, experts suggest unemployment rates will continue to decline. Well, the reality is there are a ton of jobs available. You might even be able to argue that this is the best environment to look for a new job in quite some time because everybody is looking to hire. Uh, Jason, you kind of shared with us some of your difficulties with hiring people. Rick, you've, you have kind of mentioned the same thing in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that happens is because uh, human nature is unmutable or immutable and unchanging. We are sinful fallen creatures. The reality is um, those who, uh, who are in Washington to represent us decided to set up a benefit as it relates to the, uh, the pandemic where they would pay people to be unemployed. And as a result, people, amazingly, when you make more money doing nothing than you would have made when you were at work, it's only human nature that you would choose not to work because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you have a better lifestyle all the way around. So that's the reason why there's so many, so much of a shortage of jobs is because the people that are working right now are typically those who who are driven to or um, have have a a higher level of internal motivation. There's a lot of work out there for those who are looking.
0: Another word for that
2: is integrity. <laughs> integrity. I'm glad you mentioned that because as Christians. Um, and I really hope there's none of you that are listening to this podcast who are sitting back on the couch and just simply taking the money from your, your taxpaying, uh, family and friends, because all of that money has to be paid, uh, paid back. There is no money that the government gets that it doesn't first take from somebody else. And Jason mentioned integrity. And that's something that can be, that can hinder your walk with God. If you're literally doing nothing and collecting a paycheck from the government, be careful. Just be very careful. Um, make sure you talk to your, your, your spiritual leader, leaders about it. Make sure that it, it matches God's plan because re- in reality, God calls us to
0: work. It's part of our penance for being sinners. That's right. And if I'm not, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Ohio, for example, took away that free money.
2: Uh, that, that free money, that, that extra $300 mm-hmm. on top of the, uh, the unemployment benefits that are normal, that amount is going away in certain areas. As okay. a result, they're expecting as, as soon as the gravy train ends, people are going to jump off of it, which is more than likely what's going to happen. That's human nature. Right. Um, I believe Ohio mentioned that they're going to stop it here pretty soon. I don't know the exact date, but there are certain states that will not stop it. They'll just simply keep it. Right.
1: Yeah, I was. We were just talking about this today. Um, I am trying to hire right now. Um, I work for an autism center, and we're trying to hire therapists. And every day, I mean, I am just doing everything I can. I I've done things that we've never done before, trying to scour and look for people. And we get people that will put in an application, but then they just stop at that point. They're not responding to phone calls. Uh, I've even started sending texts out, um, you know, professional, not like, hey, how you doing? But, you know, it's just, you know, the next step in the process is this. Go ahead and do that. And it, I have never went through so many people to get just a couple. My goal was to have 10 people hired by the end of this month. So far, I have two out of 10, which is crazy. And uh, I was asking, I, I was telling my boss this, and she said that uh, she just recently read, that small businesses in order to try to entice people to take jobs are now raising their in their uh, salaries and their uh, hourly pay. And they've projected that many of these businesses will only last about another year because they're going to raise the rates. They're going to go under because of the fact they're, they're paying too much.
2: Well, it's not only that, but um, how the economy works. And really economics is really just a study of the trade-offs because you can you can increase wages, but you also have to increase prices along with it. And as prices right. increase, there's less so uh, there's less demand. So because your supply goes down, and that is going to have potentially devastating consequences if suddenly it costs you seven dollars for a McDonald's cheeseburger. Right. You know, if it's, uh, I mean, it's it high
1: actually
0: already as, does.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not for the burger itself, right? The burger itself might only cost you three or four bucks, but if it gets to seven dollars there's going to be a lot less burgers being bought. That's the reality. Right. Um, As Christians, we should not be party to this. I'm just going to call people out a little bit. I don't know you personally. I don't know the the situation you're in, the circumstances you're in, but I I really struggle with the idea that God would be for this. We're not supposed to
0: sit and just collect a paycheck. It's not who we are. Right. So
2: thank you for hearing me out.
0: Absolutely. Um, You know, another thing, another issue going on right now is with all of the extreme weather that we're having, um, whether it be the heat or the flooding or the fires, which we all know why that's happening. (laughs) Thank you, Matthew 24. Um, uh, we're losing crops. We're losing, uh, blueberries and strawberries are way, way down, um, I'm having trouble getting certain meats, even fish. I have a dinner Saturday, and I had to call four places just to get um, barramundi for this event I have, and it's not available. What is it that you were trying to get, barramundi? is not type so, of fish. Mm-hmm, it's a white fish. Okay, um, I learned something new today. Yeah, barramundi. Barramundi. Um, Didn't even That's know related to Albundi. <laughs> <laughs> barramundi. Peg.
1: Right um,
2: now things are are really rough. Oh yeah, for people that are trying to hire
0: it—you it, can't get people. I have in. I have an ad now for employees. Um, I want to get one more dishwasher and another cook because our busy season—we're in a busy season—but our busy month is next in uh, September. That's that's
2: not unheard of because uh, businesses overall are struggling to meet the demand because uh, Americans are beginning to travel and eat out again. So looking at last month, our so just June alone was 850,000 new jobs are created, but that still leaves us as a country 6.8 million fewer jobs than there were in early 2020. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole lot of people out of the workforce. Right. And because the employers cannot afford the higher wages, like what Rick said, because you're going to have to either increase your prices or go out of business because you're not making enough profit. It's it's going to have some pretty devastating consequences, and that's not even talking about the impact of inflation or, uh, um, or even, heaven forbid, hyperinflation because of the printing of the money presses. So just understand that there are a lot of things going on behind the scenes, and uh, folks, if you're in a position where you can, go to
0: work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're hiring. <laughs> we are hiring. Um, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay. Um, so Nathan, Nathan, you and I had a conversation the other day on text message and it didn't continue. You must've been sleepy. Um, (laughs) so I thought we would discuss it here on the air. Um, now let me explain, let me get, let me set this up. We had a a guest that reached a, 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 a person that reached out to wants to be a guest on our show. And so I, I, I shared the information with my co-host, and um, so they can look it over. We all want to agree on every guest wholeheartedly, um, at least majority. Um, and uh, I didn't hear back from Rick, but I did hear back from Nathan saying that she charges to be a part of her group, her club. Um, so let me, let me start by adding a little bit of context here.
2: Uh, Christ calls us to go and make disciples. That's what we're supposed to do. And if you're adding a barrier to the cost of entry for Jesus, um, it, I'm sorry, if you were adding a barrier in the, as in the form of a cost of entry to getting to know Christ, we got a problem. Okay. So... Now, all four, like for instance, if you go to church and you hear the pastor preach, you don't have to put money in the plate. You don't. If you go to a Bible study, you don't have to pay for that. Those are good
0: things. You I should be open. I completely agree with that. Let me, let me explain to them what she is offering. I, I be careful with that because I don't want to put this particular guest on the on blast. Well, first of all, I'm not going to mention who it is. I'm not even going to say at the website. Okay. I'm going to show them the value of what you're getting for really not a whole lot of money for just a smidgen over $300 a year, which is less than $30 a month. Agreed. I mean, I spend 16 bucks a month on Netflix for movies, half of that, and I can get some more Jesus in my life. All right. So here's what, here's what she provides. or they as a company topic, topical lecture. Doctor this is a perfect time the <laughs> Doctor will introduce <laughs> and present the month's topic in detail with accessible approach that invites historical and modern world applications it's a different topic each month a monthly prayer guide you will receive a curated selection of prayers focused around the topic for the month to help you grow and expand as you apply the good word, application resources, access a selection of multimedia resources to accompany and solidify the teachings for the month, including music, movies, podcasts, and more. And lastly, a live monthly group call. Contact and collaborate with Dr. And you will... And your fellow community members in a private group call to discuss your triumphs and challenges. Okay. I think you just did
2: that because you wanted to play with the button.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> certain. <laughs> so you're but getting, then- you're getting a, a, a topical lecture where she'll probably do a, kind of a, like a Bible study mm-hmm. that is relevant, relevant to our, our life today. Um, uh, historical modern world applications. Um, you get a prayer guide based off of that discussion. You get resources, music, movies, podcasts, and more. Discipleship. And then a group call to talk about your triumphs and, and any problems you're having. That's discipleship. Right. Okay. But here's the thing. I can disciple people out here. I can handle a couple. Mm-hmm. I'm a busy man. I got a show. I got a job. I got a... Things going on, I hear you, and I and I do give room to for discipleship. I can't hear you, but I can only do so much. And she is taking discipleship to the world and discipling many. And I think that any time you can bring Jesus into people's lives and give them just monthly things to focus on and music to listen to and podcasts to hear and just all these different things. And then you get a a group call at the end just to kind of discuss your journey that month and what you learned and how you used it. I think it's a good thing. And she, I mean, she is giving up all of her time on this. This this is a full-time job. This is 50, 60 hours a week that she puts into this, which means she can't do another job, which means she has to pay the bills. And if she can get 30 bucks a month from each of her People to provide such a large amount of information and growing people's faith and, and closer to God and just keep reinforcing, reinforcing that into them. It can't be a bad thing. Pastor Rick, what are your thoughts on this?
1: <laughs> this is a very, very big topic. And certainly I can't give you all of my input in probably an entire podcast, but I can... Give you a few ideas. Um, my mind has changed many times over the last what thirty. Well, I don't even want to talk about how many years I've been ministry, but longer than I care to talk about. And I've seen a lot of changes uh, occur during my time in the ministry. And I guess the bottom line is, as much as we can, I believe that it is our duty as christians to try to keep things as cost free as possible i think there is certainly a place for you know monetizing jesus i hate to use that term um, you know even even in, in the new testament uh, we we see you know paul said hey if you work you deserve to eat and so if you're giving all your time to ministry you deserve to be paid now he did what i think is ideal He said, yes, this is the apostle Paul now. Mm -hmm. He says, I have certainly done a lot of work and I deserve, you know, it would be okay if I took some money from the church to do, you know, to pay for these things. But he says, I have purposely chosen not to, because number one, I don't want to be a burden on anybody, but two, I don't want anyone to question my motive basically is what he's saying. And I'm paraphrasing a little bit, you know, I'm reading, reading into it. He says, I don't want to cause any damage. I don't want to repel people from from the Lord. And so I choose of my own free will to go out and make tents or do whatever I've got to do to make sure that I can do ministry for either as cheaply as possible or free if need be. And I know that in my ministry as a church planter pastor over the last... However many years it's been, I have actually only been full time for about a year and a half of that time. The rest of the time, I've either worked for complete, for, uh, completely free, or taken a small stipend, and that is basically to reimburse for all of the you know the things that I usually spend money on um, because you know ministry is expensive. It just really is to try to get the word out there. It, it's not cheap. you you want to get the word out there. You've got to, you know, even if you make your own tracks, make your own stuff, you're going to spend money in paper and ink and all those kind of things. So, so I think that ideally in a world that is very critical of the church anyway, and why is it critical of the church? Because there's a lot of people that carry Around the Christian banner, they have, you know, Ixus, the fish on the back of their car. They wear the I Love Jesus t-shirts. They have all of the paraphernalia and, you know, discuss the church that they belong to, even though they might only go once every two months. And they don't live any different than anyone else. And that's called hypocrisy. And because of the amount of hypocrisy out there, there are so many people that are already turned off. And then, of course, we have the, we talked about this a few podcasts ago, the, the name it and claim it, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Movement. The, yeah. What is the, mo- um, oh, goodness sakes. Prosperity. Prosperity, prosperity. The prosperity gospel. We have people that are already very leery of the church and, you know, and all that. And so, and besides, money does tend to get in the way. Um I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago maybe last week on the uh, podcast there was a um well uh, the band it's 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 public knowledge so the band uh, Hawk Nelson Christian band uh from 90s 2000ish whatever um the lead singer had left to do his own thing and he, he actually left to do to be a worship leader in a church that was one of his uh, endeavors and they got a new lead singer and he came in and did this thing and all of a sudden now this lead singer is saying he doesn't believe in God anymore. And he's sort of rebelling and walking away from the faith, supposedly. And I, I remember seeing the, the original lead singer's comment. Um, he had posted on Facebook and somehow I, somebody showed it to me. And he said, look, let's pray for this guy. He's going to be back. What you don't understand is, the, is that the music industry, when, it, when you start doing worship and doing music and trying to do outreach for money it changes everything. He said, it's one of the reasons why I got out. He said, worship, leading worship, you know, making disciples should never be about making money. You just can't combine those things. It always derails the train. And I, you know, I think those words resonate very clear in many cases. So I guess overall, what I'm going to say is that, yeah, I think there are certainly cases where, making money is, is you have to, I mean, you know, if, if this is her only thing and she's dedicating her time, then certainly she deserves, um, you know, to make some money back. But ideally as Christ followers, I think we should all be looking for ways to do things for free, do things, you know, pay for it ourself, um, make the sacrifice because face it, li- you know, eternal lives are worth it.
2: I'll also add this. It's I'm okay with books. Like if you want to write a book and, and you have an audience and your audience goes out and buys your book, I'm all for that. Because there's also the opportunity where if a, a pastor reads a book and, and wants to share those observations in the form of a, of a sermon, you can. And that way you've got your free access. It's just the requirement, the paywall is something I right. have an issue with. right?
1: But you know, even that, even writing a book, uh, uh, I think we can do a lot of things Even if we have full time jobs. I mean, I have had a full time job for most of my life and I've still been able to plant churches, do, you know, write a message every week, you know, do PowerPoint presentation. I mean, you can do that. You can do all of that stuff. You can write books. I know many people uh who write books and do it on the side. You know, they might not crank out Yeah, they might not crank out, you know, as many books as a full time author, but they can still crank out some books. So
0: I would get up at I would have to leave for work at 7 a.m. I would get up at 5 a.m. and write for two and a half hours and then go to work just so I'd have time to write. Yeah, makes sense.
1: Yep. Actually, uh, uh, John Maxwell, who writes a lot of leadership books, he has always, Well, he, first he was a pastor and he did this kind of on the side, this whole teaching leadership and he taught other church leaders leadership and almost all of his books were written. He would just get up early Right. He, he said, I he just, we would write half hour every day, you know, just every day, every day. That was that rule of five that he talked about. You know, you just, he said, if you just hit a tree, you know, one, one swat every day, eventually the tree's coming down. Right. That's how he wrote all his books. Eventually they'd get written.
0: And you don't get blisters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'll also um,
2: add that ministry. If you're doing your ministry well, and you're, you're being able to drive results, there will be people who will, who will support your ministry. Uh, for instance, like uh, systems like Patreon, you know, where you, if, you, if you're if you effective, right. you can choose to opt in as a member right. to support that ministry. That's a positive option because there's a lot of people who maybe they're called to do work and then instead they give money as part of their ministry.
1: Right. But they choose to. They choose to. Right.
2: right? But that's also about your fruit because if there's no fruit in your ministry, people aren't going to be attracted to it. So. The idea of a paywall is just something that is unsettling to my spirit.
1: Okay. Um, what, what you said, I have to, I have to just butt in with one little quick thing. My wife and I met at a place, uh, right here locally called the King's place. And it, it's now, it's no longer, it doesn't exist anymore. But for years, the, uh, this guy bought this building or rented. I don't, know, I guess he bought it. And he did, he brought in all of these Christian bands, right. From all over the place. I mean, these are like, you know, top name bands, from you know this was back in the 80s 90s so he was bringing in you know white heart and margaret becker and all these you know petro whatever and he would have these guys come in and he would not charge for the concert he would basically pay the band up front and then he would take a love offering every time and he said if you are here and you cannot afford this this is on us but if you can obviously give us some money. If you can give a little extra to pay for those who can't do it that way. And he ran totally on faith. And for years they did free concerts where my wife and I met standing out front, waiting for <laughs> waiting to try to get in the front row. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. Jimmy. No, it's fine. Um,
0: I kind of would like to know wh- where, what her motivation was. Was it, is she doing it for the money or was she doing it for free and decided that she's putting so much work into it that she,
2: See, that has to heart. try to make money. That's your heart. Because, though. So you're can, never
0: going to get that. You're,
2: that that's an internal motivation because everybody's going to say on the outside, well, I'm doing this because I want to be a servant. Right? right. But Christ knows our heart and we
0: can't see each other's hearts. No, we can't. Like, for instance, I, I mean, I don't charge obviously for this. And uh, I mean, podcasts are free. They recently came out with this whole subscription thing. We can subscribe to the show and you have to pay this much money and whatever, something I'll never do. Um, I don't expect to make any money. Um, I do this because this is my ministry and I, I just want to talk to people about the Lord and, and it's a labor of love. It is absolutely. And if people want to donate, I'm not going to deny it. I mean, sure. I put a lot of hours into it. Yeah. This equipment isn't cheap. It's not cheap. And, um, I mean, I probably spend 20 hours a week producing the show. So, and, Pastor and that's Rick,
2: fun. he works a full-time job and has a full-time job at the church. I right. Mean, it's, it's a lot. It's of a lot of,
0: it's it. a lot of work, but, um, I would never, I would never put a paywall on it because this isn't, it's not what I'm doing it.
1: Right, but See, my issue is, and what I was really trying to say is it, it's not really, it is an issue with the heart and she may very well have a, you know, pure spirit about the whole thing or maybe not. We don't know. We don't and know. No one will know. The issue that I have with it is that it's perception is everything and perception is reality. If people believe that we're just out there trying to make a buck, then that's what reality is for them. And I just feel like we should do everything in our power as Christ followers to make the word of God accessible and to try not to turn people off. Um, That's important.
2: This kind of goes back to what Paul taught us with, you know, everything is acceptable, but not everything is good. And if what we're doing is going to cause our brother to stumble, we're not supposed to be doing it. Right. So it's maybe there is a business model that this would work for. Maybe. I don't necessarily think I want to be part of supporting it.
1: Yeah, I just think that when you start thinking business model for a ministry, you might be heading in a direction that might not be so healthy. Bingo. Um, I mean, yeah, you want to run it like a business being, you know, professional and all. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with like, with your podcast, you're always looking for ways to take it to the next level, better equipment, better techniques, you know, that sort of thing. And I think we should always do that, but, um, but trying to keep the, you know, the price down, keep the cost down is very, very important because it, you know, it may turn somebody off.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I think that was well said. Yeah. Um, off record. Um, she gives these people podcasts to listen to. It could be. Good for us, <laughs> you know. If, if she's, if, if she's got there? if she's got five thousand people signed up for her thing, that's five thousand people might listen to our show and if get she's hooked.
2: Got five thousand people, she's not reaching out to us. I'm just gonna throw that out there.
0: But the other side, but of she the is, is a fan of the show. Well,
2: maybe not anymore. <laughs> <It's>
0: like- <laughs> I better just get her signed up for I release this one. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys want to. Have a chat with her, but we'll talk about that later. Okay, moving on.
1: My and here. next on the Love of God podcast, we uh, have random dancing. Oh no, that's iCarly. Carly. I'm so sorry. We should do that random dancing. I don't think they're going to see it.
0: I've
2: got dance moves that are built for radio. I will throw that out. Ooh, there.
1: well you can show them all. That's my point. Every one of them. them.
0: Well, <laughs> get your songs ready, gentlemen, because it is time for songs of the week. Oh, yeah. Get down. Just loving 70s <laughs> Yeah. All right, all right, all right.
2: <laughs> so I'm curious, have you had a chance to get the website updated with all the songs of the week from the previous episode? No.
0: <laughs> We're so sorry, fans. We're I'm so, so sorry. sorry. So, yeah, I mean, if, it, I don't even know if anybody goes to the website, to be honest with you. You better write these down, baby. I, I
1: do use it to help figure out
2: what songs I've already covered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologize. Um, I mean, it, it, like I said, it's my busy time of the year at work. and uh, No worries. I,
2: so my song this week, <laughs> I guess I'll kick us off. Um, Casting Crowns has a song that came out several years ago called Life Song. Let My Life Song Sing to You. And uh, if you have not yet heard this song, you should definitely download it and give it a listen to. The lyrics are really, really good and they are encouraging and it kind of speaks to our it kind of speaks to our need to, to live out and walk out our faith on a constant basis with a, a level of constant improvement. So that's my song this week.
1: Okay. Man, you know, I just, I just want to listen to clips of these songs so bad, so bad. Yeah,
0: that's why we want to take songs of the week to <laughs>
1: sc- exclusively on Spotify. I'd hum them or sing them, but then they'd never listen to them. So I, uh, we'll just, I guess we'll skip that.
0: Yeah. I'm working on, I mean, I, I'm just trying to find time to do it with you. Um, I don't know what we're going to do, but we definitely need to go in deeper on the music and play the songs. And I think, I think we got to try to make some, we got to try to figure it out.
1: See, I think we could, uh, we could help these artists out, you know, get people listen to it. I don't know. Yeah. So you're up. I'm up. All right. Well, you know, because I like to prove that I am an eclectic listener of music and because I don't want people to think pastors are fuddy duds, especially after that little, music intro you gave me, uh, this week, uh, I am going to share a song that I, it's, it's a song that my son and I listened to together. See, he, he was growing up, uh, when I was pastoring, he was growing up in the time when radio U and some of those, you know, had like the screaming rock out there, you know, where the, you know, that sort of thing. And so, uh, this, uh, this group is uh, called wolves at the gate. Oh, and such a
0: good band.
1: They are amazing. They are so good. And the song is called Dead Man. Probably the, the first song that really got me in, sucked me in. They're actually Ohio residents, too. Oh, They are. I really? believe. Actually, I can't remember where they're from. I think they're initially uh, a majority of them from... from we should try uh, to
2: get them on the show. Right. That would be a fun conversation.
1: That
0: Indeed. Would be,
2: that would be amazing. I would.
0: Well, if we get our radio show going, we'll have bands We'll have, to have bands come in.
1: Now the, 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 the reason I like these guys is because they don't just... You know, they also sing, and so they go back and forth. Right. And you can actually listen. We call that
0: contrast. I know, right?
1: <laughs> and so just a little check on the lyrics here. I was once a dead man, a stranger with no home, I stood opposed to God himself, and yet he pardoned me. So far apart, a debt to fulfill, this purchase bought bought on Redemption's Hill, an ailing disease I couldn't cure. Oh, this grace, how rich and pure. Abide in me, my God. I am found in you. Pardon me, my God. You know my deepest thoughts. Deliver me from sin. I am made anew. I surrender this heart for which your blood is bought. Wow. That's deep. Good stuff. Yeah. Check the song out. Dead Man Wolves the Gate. It will rock your face off. (laughs) I love getting my face (laughs) rocked off.
0: Okay. um, My song is a song I live in. It's not a song we've done in church. (laughs) Oh, good job, Jason. I might have to listen. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: I was listening to it on the way here. You know, I, I got in the car and I threw in, um, what's that punk band that you turned me on to the other day? Punk band. Um, oh, rise again. Yes. <laughs> I, I threw them in. I was, I just couldn't get into it. So then I put some David Crowder on and, uh, um, how he loves is the song. Um, it's a good band. song. It's, it's a good tune. Yeah. And, uh, a couple of lyrics here. Uh, he is jealous for me. Loves like a hurricane. I am I am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy when all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory. And I realized how just how beautiful you are and how great your affection are for me and how he loves us, how he loves us. Yeah. Good stuff. Awesome stuff. He's such a good artist.
1: I'm, i I admit I've seen him live. I think he opened for third day. Well, uh, one of the times I, I saw him and he was amazed.
0: Yeah, I would like that. He, he really what, loves God. And it, oh, it man, shows. he it pours out of him. Um, one thing I like about him is his diversity. He's so, like, he'll have a kind of a funky, hippie, hip-hop-y kind of song, and then he'll go into this piano thing where he's just soulful, and then he throws in some folk music, and it's like, he's just all over the place, man. He kind of hits all the... All Musical
1: eclecticism. Yes, that's why I love him. What a great
0: word, <laughs> and and it wasn't even it didn't even come from Nathan.
1: Oh my! I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to use a big word. I that's not Nerd. my thing.
0: Oh no! Nerd! Wow! Nerd! No, just kidding. Okay, uh, fantastic. So that brings us to Pastor's House of the Week. Oh, caught him off guard. Not
1: really. All right, so oh. <laughs> here we go. So, uh, you know, as we sort of bring this show to an end, our thought for the week uh, comes to us from 1 Corinthians um, chapter 12 and uh, Ephesians chapter 4. And uh, so in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 and 27, skipping around a little bit, a spiritual gift is given to each of us. And he's talking to Christ followers here. Spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. And jumping on to verse 27, all of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it. And then I want to share one more verse, Ephesians four sixteen. It says, he, talking about God here, makes the whole body, which is the body of Christ, all of the members of the body of Christ, fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. And the thought I have for us today to think about is that if you are a Christ follower, whether you want to admit it or not, whether you attend or go to church or not, you are a part of Christ's body. And in any body, every part has an important job. And if if some of those parts of the body don't do their job, that makes you a sick person, right? And if it's an arm, a leg, they call you handicapped. We have a lot of handicapped churches uh, throughout America, throughout the world, because people are not doing what God has called them to do. And therefore we have sick churches. Well, we have both handicapped and sick churches. Some are dying and we're living, you know, in, we're, we're in the last days. We don't know how many days are left, but we know we're in the last days and we just have so much work to do. Jesus said the the harvest is great. The workers are few. And I just want, to, I want you to think today, if you are a Christ follower, what is it that you're doing to take your church to the next level? What are you doing to make the kingdom of God grow and to make the current kingdom of God stronger being your church? If you're not doing anything, it's time to stop and figure out what is your spiritual gift? What is your ministry? And start, start doing your part so that your church isn't sickly and isn't handicapped. It's up to us to do our part. That's my thought
0: of the day. Amen. Good stuff. I and mean, yes, we are. And we are at the end of this days and we are at the end of this episode. Um, speaking of end of times, um, not next week, but the week after we are going to have a special guest with us. Gentlemen, Megan Turley, Turley and Bible study. I know who you're talking about. It's Turley, right? T
1: U R L E Y. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what I
0: think too. I just don't know how she pronounced. I just want to double. Well, it's Turley. Turley. <laughs> yeah, I was Turley, right. right? Turley. Turley. You never know. Turley. Megan Turley. Me Again Turley. Anyway, in a in a couple. I wasn't very confident, so I hope you don't hear this episode before you're We're so sorry, Megan. No, no. So in in a couple weeks, um, let's see, three weeks, two weeks from when you hear this, who knows? Coming up. In a few weeks, Megan Turley will be joining us, um, an avid studier of Revelation, and we will be discussing um, some of the end time signs that we're seeing in the book of Revelations a little bit. That should be fun. It will be fun, and it may have to be a two-parter because there's a lot to discuss in that. Um, I actually dove into it last night, the wife and I. I was reading aloud the Bible, and I just really... I just wanted, I'm just like, okay, let's just dive into this sucker and see if we can really kind of dial it in. And, um, I had what you call an epiphany and, um, I felt, nerd. I felt very nerd. <laughs> nerd. I felt very good about what I, um, I felt very good about our study and, um, yeah, a lot of things opened up. So folks, thanks for joining us. Uh, uh next week we are going to be talking about forgiveness. So make sure you tune in for that. If you haven't uh subscribed, please do. Um or follow. They're calling it follow now, which is whatever. Uh it's free <laughs> as per the episode. Uh we don't charge for our our ministry I remember
1: um, if you got a couple of bucks sitting around, you don't have anything to do with it. I mean, feel free to I, I mean,
0: yeah, in. you can go to for the love of God and buy us a coffee. We it, and then you can coffee. Buy Jason, a bigger button and, yes. or just another. Y- you button. know what? Get these guys some buttons so they can fight. Back. Yeah. Fight fire with fire. Right boys. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I'm go. all for that. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we love you guys. Truly. Uh say goodnight, Rick. Good night, Rick. Good night, Nathan. Good night, Nate. Good night, everybody.